0: sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa and tasliman mazida amma ba'd fa nwasil باذن we continue with um the explanation of Abida uh, Turaziayn with uh, the works explanations of uh, the ulama like Sheikh uh, Sheikh Zaid ibn Muhammad al-Madkhali Rahimullah. And likewise, Sheikh Sheikh Rabi' and Sheikh uh, Ubaid Hafidhahumullah Ta'ala's explanation. We've reached a statement of the two Imams or the three Imams. Rahimullah. والشفاعة حق وأن الناس من أهل التوحيد يخرجون من النار بالشفاعة حق and that is the statement of Ibn, uh, Ibn Abi Hatim and Abi Hatim and Abi Zurah. And that is a shafa'ah, and that is up from the Aqidah of the Salaf, is that the intercession is the truth in the hereafter. And it is also the truth that people of Tawheed, the people of Tawheed, will leave the hellfire, those who have entered the fire from the people of Tawheed will leave the hellfire due to this intercession, due to this intercession. This is from the, the points that they've mentioned from the Aqeed of Ahl-Sunnah that every Muslim should believe and believe in and have their belief based on the Quran and the Sunnah. And this Mas'ala, Barakallahu of intercession, we're going to deal with it تعالى, in two main parts in two main parts the affair of intercession in the hereafter the first part is الشفاء, and that is affirming and confirming that there is intercession and then the second part Minha And the second part will deal with those who enter the fire from the people of Tawheed due to their sins and so forth. And they will leave the hellfire uh, due to the Shafaa, due to the intercession and we will باذن الله ta'ala, uh, focus on these two aspects which are predominant which are in fact the statements of the two imams in summary as for the first part and that is isbat al ال- establishing and confirming intercession the meaning of shafa' this is the per- first point of this first part the meaning of And that is combining two things together or two parts together or various things together so then they can become even, which is the opposite of odd, as in number. This is the meaning of intercession linguistically. And that is combining and joining two things together or more until it becomes even, which is the opposite of odd. And that's like the number 2, the number 4, number 6, number 8, number 10, and so forth. The second uh, definition that we're going to deal with is the definition of urfi And that is a definition as it relates to the common common, uh, usage of the people, that which is used amongst the people uh, in general. And that is su'alul khayr lil ghayr, su'alul khayr lil ghayr, and that is asking uh, 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 for good from others, asking aid and support from others. And this is something which is obviously widespread, it has been in the past and it's widespread today, in that you can intercede for an individual, for him to get a job, or you can intercede for an individual as it relates to marriage. Or you can intercede for an individual as relate to business, or if somebody is madine, is in debt and the Dane is the debt is overwhelming him you you can uh, intercede in uh, uh, speaking to the one that uh, is owed the money and so forth to allow him to uh, delay the debt for another year or two or so forth. This is the type of intercession that is a known Urfi and Urf as we know is that which is the commonly used by the people and that is Su'alul khair Lil Ghair Su'alul khair Lil Ghair this is found in Tahadi Bul Loga Azhari and also Shaykh al Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimullahu ta'ala mentions this in Majmu' fatawa as for The definition that we are focusing on today, uh, for regarding intercession, and this is the manashari. This is the legislative definition, the definition based upon the Quran and the Sunnah when intercession is mentioned. This is what's intended. That is su'alu abdin radhiyallahu kaulahu wa'amalahu rabbahu. And that is, Baraklawfiqum, uh, a servant of Allah who Allah is pleased with, and Allah is pleased with their statement and their deeds, asking for forgiveness for some of those who have fell into error. And that is, I repeat, the Abd, the servant of Allah. That Allah is pleased with and Allah is pleased with his statement and his deeds asking Allah to forgive the sins of some of those who have felt fallen into sin and error and so forth and have indeed oppressed themselves. This is the intercession that is intended today, Barakallahu feekum and this is the meaning of intercession that is intended by Abi Hatim and Abi Zura along with their son and nephew Ibn Abi Hatim pertaining to the Aqid of Ahl Sunnah in, in, in regards to intercession The second affair as relates to this part that we're going to deal with is the proof of a shafa. The proof of a shafar, The evidence in the Qur'an and the evidence in the Sunnah of the Shafa'ah and the proof of this is found in Surah Al-Baqarah, verse number two hundred and fifty-five. And if I were to ask you, if you're familiar with this, I'm sure, insha'Allah we're all familiar with this proof and this evidence, because this is from Ayatul Kursi, the statement of Allah wa Taala: "Mandalladhi <laughs> yeshfa'u 'indahu illa bi ithni, Illa bi and that is the statement of Allah wa Taala and who can intercede except after Allah's permission. So this intercession is established in the Quran. It's established here in Surah Baqarah, and likewise in Surah Zumar, verse number 44, where Allah wa Taala He said, jamia." and say for Allah is all intercession and this is in Surah sort of Zulma. this is a powerful proof and that is that Allah here is establishing that the Shafa'a is the truth and it does and it will occur and also the Shafa'a is through Allah to wa Ta'ala as we will mention inshallah shortly regarding the conditions of a Shafa'a and the belief of Ahlul Sunnah the people of the Sunnah as it relates to a Shafa'a and as for the Sunnah of the Messenger وسلم, the Shafa'a is, is, is mentioned is mentioned in various narrations and it is upon us to accept these narrations and submit to this barakallahu fiqum. And from these narrations Barraqallafiqum is when in the hereafter in this Shafa where Allah's Messenger sallallahu alayhi will be given this Shafa'at al uthma the major or the 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 mighty intercession, and all of the prophets Adam Nuh. Ibrahim Musa Isa Sallallahu Alaihim They will all say they do not have authority to give this in- intercession. It is something which is specific for the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And during that time, Allah wa Ta'ala and uh, it was said it will be said to uh, the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam after Sujood has been uh, performed by those that there he will be will be mentioned to him sallallahu alaihi wasallam ya muhammad O muhammad irfa he said O muhammad raise your head from sujood wa qul yusma lak say and then you will be heard wasal tu'ta and ask and you will be and you will receive washfa shafa. Intercede and your intercession will be accepted. And this is the Shafa'atul Uvma. This is the the major shafa and this is the Maqamul mahmud, the station a, a, a praiseworthy station as given to the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And that uh the Owaloon and those who came before and those who come after will commend the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi regarding this. And this is the Shafa'atul Uthma, this is the major intercession, and that's Khaslin Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa and it's for the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And this is the Shafa'at, this intercession, this portion is mentioned in Sahih al-Bukhari, Kitab al-Tawheed, in the Sahih al-Bukhari, Kitab al-Tawheed, and in this uh, uh, intercession, فيكم, we know that it's from the khasais and those Affairs that is exclusive for the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi As this um, will be uh, uh, made clear by the Prophets وسلم, When they say that it is not for them Meaning it is only for the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi And it's in that day where the people will be frightened And they will be sweating And some people's sweat will uh, reach to half of their shins and some people's threat will overwhelm them due to the, the tension and the fright that would occur on that day. And the Messenger Wasallam will give that intercession for the people of Tawheed. For the people of Tawheed, for the people who worship Allah Ta'ala upon Tawheed and followed him, his messengership Wasallam. We can say that this is the first type of intercession this is the first type of intercession and it's mentioned in the Sunnah. So the detail of the affair of the intercession is explained in detail in the Sunnah of the Messenger wasallam). This is the shafa'atul Uthma and this is the shafa'atul Uthma and shafa'atul yani Ula that we're going to mention, the first one. There is another Shafaa, there is another intercession and that is Shafa'at Ahil Al-Kabair Min Al-Mu'mineen. Wahadha alayhi al-Ahadith al-Mu'twatir wa-Ijmaa wa Ahil Sunnah. Shaykh Ubaidi says hafidhu ta'ala and that is indeed the shafa'ah and the intercession for the people who have fallen into major sins from the believers and they still have iman they still have that iman, the tawheed they believe in Allah, they believe in Allah ta'ala but they fell into major sins and there will be intercession for them and the narrations are widespread for this and we will touch up on these narrations InshaAllah, when we deal with the position of Ahlul Sunnati wal Jama'ah. And you see, in this, as many uh, affairs uh, in Aqeedah, the people of uh, Bid'ah, especially the Wa'idiyah, uh, the Khawarij, and the Mu'tazira, they have denay- denied the intercession for Ahlul Kaba'ir, for the people who have fallen into major sins. And that is that the Khawarij, they believe that the the one that al or al kabira that the one who falls into a major sin is excommunicated, is taken out of the fold of al Islam, and this is the Aqidah of the Khawarij. This is the belief of the Khawarij, and the Mu'tazila have similar belief in that they say that they are in a realm between iman and kufr, manzilah baina manzilatain. And uh, they agree that the end is in the fire. The end is in the fire and there is no intercession for the one who falls into major sins even if he is muwahid. Even if he is a person of tawhid. This is the Aqidah of the Khawarij which is in opposition to the belief and the methodology of Ahl Sunnah. It's in opposition to the Quran and the Sunnah is in opposition to the hadith of the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam), and also the consensus of the salaf. This is why the khawarij are called the wa'idiyya. They're called the wa'idiyya because they are the people of threat. Pessimists. People of threat and pessimism. <coughs> There's no hope for the people of sins. This is the way of the khawarij. And this is why those who are upon the methodology of the khawarij from the qa'idiyya uh, the, the Qaida, sorry, and also the fikum uh Boko Haram, and ISIS and so forth. They have this methodology. This is their Aqidah. They have no mercy, no hope. And if a ruler falls into sin, they dis-communicate they dis- the ruler, and they take him out of the fold of Islam. And then that leads to Safq al-Dima, the, the blood being shed and uh, the violence and, and murder and killing and so forth, are from the uh, fruits or you can say the ramification of the Aqidah of the Khawarij and the Da'wah of the, the, the khawariji of, of this time uh, Sayyid Qutub <coughs> Sayyid Ibn Qutub and Ali Mawdudi and all the, those leaders of the Ikhwan Muslimin, who Buka haram and the likes of uh, Al-Qaeda and and, and 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 so forth uh, the methodology uh, stems from and this is in opposition to the hadith of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned in the hadith of abi huraira radiyallahu ta'ala anhu he said sallallahu alaihi wa sallam as'ad an-nas bi shafa'ati yawm al-qiyamah man qala la ilaha illallah khalisan min qalbihi and he said, `Sallallahu alaihi sallam, that the most the happiest of people, with uh, through his uh, intercession on the day of judgment, is the one that says, `La ilaha illallah.' There is none that deserves to be worshipped in reality except Allah, sincerely from his heart. So, in this hadith, which is in Sahih Bukhari. The Messenger sallallahu has mentioned that the person of Tawheed, the person that says la ilaha illallah sincerely from his heart, truthful in a statement, that he indeed will be from those who receive the shafa'ah and the intercession and the hereafter. And this is exclusively for the people of Tawheed. And this is in opposition to the manhaj and the methodology of the khwarij because the Ahl al-Kabair The people who have fallen into major sin from the believers are still the people of Tawheed. And there is a Shafa'atul Thalitha, there's a third intercession, and that is for Ufi'unas min Ahl Jannah li Raf'i Darajatihim. And that is the intercession for the people in Jannah for them to receive a higher station in Jannah. So the first shafaah we mention is the shafaah that is khas and specific for the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and that is the Uthmah, and that is the major one which is Barakallahu fikum, exclusive for the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and then there is a second which is the shafaah for the people, the Ahl-Kabair, the people who fall into major sin and this is the Shafa'a that is negated by the Khawarij and the Mu'tazila and there's the third shafaah. And this is the شفاء في أناس من أهل الجنة لرفع درجاتهم The شفاء and the intercession for the people of uh, uh, Jannah, who are in Jannah And the intercession for them to receive more reward, receive a higher level and status in Jannah And then there is the fourth شفاء The fourth شفاء And that is شفاء في أناس تساوت حسناتهم and that is the individuals whose uh, whose sins are equal to their good deeds. Whose sins are equal to their good deeds. So in order for these people of Tawheed uh, to enter into paradise, they receive the shafa, they receive the intercession. And the second shafa, the third shafa, and the fourth Shafa'ah is not specifically for the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam the second third and the fourth that we've mentioned today are, are not specific for the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam but they're for him sallallahu alaihi wasallam wa yushariku fiha almalaiikatu wan nabiyyun was salihun min ibadillah and that is that those who are who, have, uh, who are part of this intercession and intercede are indeed from the servants of Allah as like the Malaika, the angels, the prophets, the pious ones, righteous ones, they are all uh, involved in this intercession. But as for the Barakallahu feekum, the first intercession Uthma that is khas lil nabi sallallahu Alaihi wa So number one is exclusively for the Messenger sallallahu Alaihi wa the first Intercession, the second, the third and the fourth is for the believers and the ibad, the worshippers of Allah, the salihun, the pious and the righteous, the Nabiyun, nabiyun the prophets, alayhim salatu salam, wal malayka, and the angels. The fifth shafa'ah, and the fifth shafa'ah, It's from the Khasais of Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is again exclusively for the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and this is the Shafa'an intercession for Abi Talib and this is the intercession that the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam made for Abi Talib his uncle who died upon disbelief and that is to uh, lighten his punishment to the level from being from the dark al from being from the pits and the bottom pits of the hellfire, to being in the level where he, sta- he's, he stands on a coal and his brains boil. And this is considered lighter than the pits and the bottom pits of the hellfire. May Allah ta'ala protect us. So he made that shafaa for, for Abi Talib, his uh, uncle, who aided him and supported him. Uh, whilst he was in Mecca in the early days of his uh, prophethood, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. so these are the five different shafa. The first is f- the first, and the fifth is for the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And uh, the third, uh, second, third, and fourth is for the malaika, the the prophets, the believers, the salihun, the good doers, from the worshippers of Allah wa Taala. Nam. The next issue that we're going to deal with is uh, we're going to go into detail now, again, still dealing with the first part of our lesson today, uh, establishing the Shafa'ah being the truth. We're going to deal with now, inshallah, the Madahib, the three different positions and methodologies as it relates to a Shafa'ah, as it relates to intercession. Three different methodologies. Two being deviant and one being the methodology that is the truth. The first methodology is the, is, uh, the methodology of ghulu And that is those who go into extremism as it relates to uh, intercession. يثبتونها مطلقة في الدنيا والآخرة. And that is that they establish and they confirm uh, and believe in... Uh, uh, intercession absolutely in this life in the dunya and in the hereafter and that is that they make qiyas shafa'i ind al khaliq ala ind al and that is that these individuals who are from the Quburioun that they believe that you can go to the graves and seek intercession in the dunya from the graves so they'll say ya fulan, ishfa'li indallah ya fulan they'll say things like oh so and so Intercede for us with Allah and that is for them these individuals asking the dead The people in the graves and this is from the methodology of the Sufia. So this is an extremism in establishing uh, Intercession in that they've established it in an opposition to the Quran and the Sunnah. And It's not really establishing in reality But they think they're establishing it and that is that they affirm it mutlaka in the dunya Absolutely in the dunya in this world and the hereafter and in it is from the ways of the Kubriyun, the people of, uh, who worship the graves, and likewise the Sufiyya, the extreme the extreme Sufis. The second methodology, and uh, we've studied that today briefly, and that is the Rulat fi nafi shifa, and that is those who are in extreme, who have the extreme position in negating intercession, they negate and they deny intercession in the hereafter and that is who and I'm sure you say is the Khawarij khawarij. they are the Khawarij and the Mu'tazila and those who agree with them the Khawarij and the Mu'tazila and as we mentioned that these individuals they go into um, extreme and negating uh, intercession and they say that the people who have fallen into uh, the kabair, the major sins, that they will not receive intercession in fact they denounce and excommunicate and take them out of the fold of Islam due to those individuals falling into sins in the dunya and they make their blood and their wealth halal as we mentioned like the Haram and the likes of uh, Al-Qaeda and, and so forth and the fi dunya fi manzilati Muslim And that is that they, the person who falls into a major sin, the Mu'tazila, the Mu'tazila, they say that the person in this dunya is in a station between two stations. He's not a Muslim and he's not a kafir. So they differ with the Khwarij as it relates to the ruling in general of the sinner or the one that falls into a major sin in the dunya. The Khawarij say he's a kafir, outright. He's a disbeliever. But the mutazila they say that he is in a position or in a station between two stations. There is not. He's not a Muslim. He's not a kafir. But the Khawarij and the mutazila agree. They agree that the Murtakibul kabira. The person who falls into major sins, that when they meet Allah without making tawbah, فَإِنَّهُ خَالِدٌ مُخَالَدٌ فِي النَّارِ say that he is indeed damned and will be in the hellfire eternally. This is the aqidah of both the khawarij and the mu'tazila. That's what they believe. So in that comes negating intercession for these individuals. This is the methodology al or madhab This is the second methodology and that is of the Khawarij and the Mu'tazila and those who follow their footsteps. And the ramifications of this methodology is clear from what we see today from the anarchy and the terrorism. And from Barakallahu Feekum the, uh, the characteristics of these individuals the Khawarij is to go against a ruler and also to protest to protest to cause anarchy and so forth Nam, this is indeed from the ramifications of this aqidah and this methodology No doubt the Quran and the Sunnah refute this methodology <coughs> it refutes this methodology clearly and that is that when from the shubahat and the misconceptions that the khawarij that they bring is for example the statement of Allah ta'ala, in Surah Muddathir فَمَا تنفعهم شَفَاعَةُ الشَّافِعِينَ where Allah ta'ala, He says in Surah Mudathir, and the intercession of the inter- those who intercede will not benefit them. Will not benefit them. So they say, would not benefit them? The intercession will not benefit them? Yes, this is for the. This is for the one who falls into major sins. They say that the intercession will not benefit them. Using this verse. تنفعهم, and it will not benefit them. هم. This pronoun, this damir jami'. This plural pronoun, they say that it is for those who fall and have fell, f- f- fallen into major sins and have not repented from that, that they are indeed devoid and will not receive the intercession. This is a shubha from the shubhaat and misconceptions that they bring. The refutation of this, of course, is in itself Surah Al-Mudathir, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, فِي جَنَّاتٍ يَتَسَاءَلُونَ عَنْ مَاذَا؟ عَنِ الْمُجْرِمِينَ مَا سَلَكَكُمْ فِي ماذا فِي السَّقَرِ قَالُوا لَمْنَكُمْ مِنَ الْمُصَلِّينَ إلى آخر آية أو سورة And that is that um, Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala He said that the people, the criminals they will not be from the people of Jannah and that they will be uh, the people of Jannah were asking. will be asking the mujrimun, the criminals, the sinners, those who oppress themselves, Ma Why are you in the pits of the fire? They say that we were not from those who pray. We were not from those who pray. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Has mentioned that the people of Jannah will be asking what happened to these individuals in the hellfire, and that's because they didn't pray. They didn't establish the prayer. That's number one. And number two, Allah subhanahu ta'ala says, This is the refutation here, Ibad Allah. And that is what Allah says, and there will be no intercession that will benefit them, those who are in the pits of the hellfire. And what is with them that they rejected the remembrance, they rejected the Risala, the messengership of Muhammad Wasallam, they rejected the call to Islam. So therefore Allah is talking about kuffar, those who have denied Islam. فَمَا تَنْفَعُهُمْ هُمْ Kufar These individuals who the intercession will not benefit them are disbelievers. barakallahu اللَّهُ But the khawarij, as is their methodology, they take the ayat, ayat fil they take the verses that have been revealed, and in that which is intended in it, the kuffar the da'una ala ahlil islam. And then they will place it upon the believers and take that ruling that has been established for the kuffar and and apply it to the believers as they have done here. And clearly in this surah, Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala has indeed refuted them. And also, barakallahu um the Khwarij. A refutation against the Khawarij, which we're going to mention later, but there's no harm in repeating it and mentioning it now as well. is a statement of Allah, tabaraka ta'ala, where he says, la an yushraka wa And that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that verily Allah does not forgive that partners be associated with him and he forgives other than that to whom he wills. هو الْشَاهِدِ وَيَغْفِرُ مَا دُونَ ذَلِكَ لِمَنْ and he forgives other than that other than shirk other than shirk other than major shirk نعم so this is indeed a refutation through nisa verse number 48 this is a refutation against them that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives whom he wills other than shirk people of shirk Yani, the the people of Tawheed, receive the forgiveness from Allah and He forgives whom He will. Subhanahu Wa Taala, with His wisdom and His mercy. Subhanahu Wa Taala. Now, that's the second methodology as it relates to uh, the shifa, intercession, and that is the methodology of the gulat fi nafi shifa, those who negate the Shafa in extreme ways, and that is the khawarij and the mutazila. Al-madhhab and this is the third methodology, and this is indeed the methodology of the people who are balanced, the methodology of the people of the Sunnah, those who follow the Quran and the Sunnah according to the way of the Salphi Ummah and that is the, uh, that is the position of balance and that is establishing the Shafar but with conditions they establish intercession. But indeed, there are conditions. Two conditions in establishing the shafa'ah. Bishaltein. Two conditions in order for shafa'ah, the intercession, to occur. The first condition, Idnullahi li shafi'ah. The first condition is indeed Allah Tabaraka ta'ala giving permission for the one who intercedes to intercede. This is a condition. It will not occur except after the permission of Allah. Like Allah ta'ala said in the previously mentioned verse, "Man illa And who can intercede with him subhanahu ta'ala except after his permission. So the permission for the shafi' the idhn li lishafi' Allah giving permission to the one that's interceding, this is a condition. And that's condition number one. And condition number two, Ridahu Anim Lashfu'. And that is Allah has to be pleased with the one that is being interceded for. This is the second condition. Based upon the statement of Allah Tabaraku Ta'ala, La Yashfa'una illa Yashfa'una illa And that is the statement of Allah in Surah Al and they do not intercede except for the one who Allah is pleased with. Except for the one who Allah is pleased with. And Allah is pleased with the people of Tawhid. So there will be no intercession except for the one that Allah is pleased with. And these two conditions, you find these two conditions in Surah Al-Najm. In Surah Al-Najm, uh, in the 26th verse, Allah mentions these two conditions together. The condition A, that the permission of Allah must be there. And secondly, that Allah must be pleased with the one that's been interceded for. This is; These are the two conditions in affirming intercession in the hereafter. And Allah says in Surah Al-Najm, وَكَمْ مِن مَلَكٍ فِي السَّمَوَاتِ لَا تُغْنِي شَفَاعَتُهُمْ شيئًا إلا من بعد أن يأذن الله لمن يشاء ويرضى and that he said to subhanahu wa ta'ala and who from the angels in the heavens no benefit would their shafa'a be no benefit would their intercession be except after Allah has given uh, permission except after Allah has given permission for that intercession for whom he wills for whom he wills, and whom he is pleased with. So here we have the two conditions in this verse, in Surah Al-Najm, verse number 26. The condition, إِلَّا مِن بَعْدِ أَنْ اللَّهُ Except, after Allah has given permission, لِمَن يَشَاءُ For those who he, he wills, subhanahu wa ta'ala, and he is pleased with. And Allah ta'ala, ya ibadallah, is only pleased with the people of Tawheed it shows you the virtues of Tawheed and the virtues of the people of Tawheed and the importance no doubt of studying Aqidah and studying Tawheed so we may implement this Tawheed and free ourselves from any forms of shirk so we can be from those who Allah is pleased with so we can be from those who Allah is pleased with and likewise we have uh, narration in the hadith of the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam which uh, is a, a proof فيكم, for this correct methodology of Ahl-Sunnah in affirming uh, the shafa and intercession for the people of Tawheed the hadith of Abu Huayyata radiyallahu anhu in Sahih bukhari and others anhu qal qila ya Rasulullah it was said O messenger of Allah man لِشَفَاعَتِكَ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ Who are the most happiest of people with your intercession on the day of standing? قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم The Messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم He said لَقَدْ ظننت يَا أَبَهُ رَارَةَ أَلَّا يَسْأَلَنِي عَنْ هَذَا الْحَدِيثِ أَحَدٌ أَوَّلَ مِنْكَ لِمَا رَأَيْتُ مِنْ حرصك عَلَى الْحَدِيثِ and that is that the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Oh Abu Hurairah, I didn't think anyone would precede you in asking this question. From what I've seen from you in enthusiasm in hadith. So the Messenger, sallallahu alaihi wa is praising, commending Abu Hurairah in his uh, uh, enthusiasm. In, in finding out about narrations that the messenger didn't think anyone would ask him other than him or before him رضي الله عنه. so it is is a virtue of Abu Huayyat رضي الله عنه. then the messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم, then said أسعد الناس بشفاعة يوم القيامة Qiyamah, الله من قلبه and that is that he said and the one that are most happiest on the day of judgment with his intercession is indeed those who say La ilaha sincerely for their heart from their hearts with sincerity, and this uh, is here shows us that it's exclusive for the people of Tawheed, it's exclusive for the people of Tawheed, and these are the people who Allah is pleased with. And this is the Aqeed of Ahl Sunnah that the shafa would occur for those individuals. Barakallahu Fikum. Likewise, we have another narration. Where the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he said In nihtaba atan Li U Mati Ilaya Milkiyama Fahina Ilatun Insha Allah Man Mata Min U Mati La Yushriku Bilahi Sha the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has mentioned here in this hadith that indeed the the intercession of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has been saved for those in his ummah that do not worship other than Allah, do not associate partners with Allah showing that those who receive this intercession are those who Allah is pleased with due to them being from the people of Tawheed and all of the above mentioned narrations are refutations against the Khawarij are refutations against the Khawarij and a refutation against the Sufis refutation against the Khawarij in that Allah's Messenger wasallam, was mentioned that indeed the people of Tawheed will receive their intercession and that includes those who have fallen into sins and is a refutation uh, against the Sufis uh, in that that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased with is not shirk and going to the graves and making supplications to the graves rather Allah is pleased with the Tawheed and its people Nam, Barakallahu After this part one has ended and we deal with the second part today and that is Jumla to Athania, and that is the second part of the statement of these two Imams, rahimahumullah Ta'ala and their nephew and their son Ibn Abi Hatim and that is regarding the people of Tawheed, the people who establish Tawheed and that they will indeed, uh, from those who are from the people of Tawheed that fall into the kaba'ir, fall into the major sins, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they are tahta mashiyatillah, they are under the will of Allah wa Ta'ala and for these individuals uh, they would be taken out of the hellfire uh, by the Shafar, by the intercession. And this is again haq, this is something that we have to believe in and affirm. Again refutation against the Khawarij and the mu'tazila specifically. So therefore we say فيكم, that the people of Tawheed are of three categories. The people of Tawheed, the muahidun, the people of Tawheed, are of three categories. Al-Qismul Awwal, the first category, Man Jannah Bila wa la Adab. And that is the person or the category or the people who enter Paradise without take, being taken to account. No punishment without being taken to account, May Allah tabarak wa ta'ala make us be from them And from these people are, sab- are the 70,000 mentioned in the hadith of Abdullah ibn Abbas anhum. Uh, And these are the 70,000 mentioned in the hadith which we studied in Kitab al-Tawheed And that is that قِيلَ Ummati. It is said that this is my ummah من, من هؤلاء and that is that they are uh, a people from my ummah who will enter into paradise. There are 70,000 from them that will enter into paradise without being taken to account. This is the first category of the people of Tawheed. They will enter paradise without being taken to account. May Allah wa ta'ala make us be from them. The second, thani, the second, من تُعْرَدَ عَلَيْهِ عَمَالُهُ and that is the person whose uh, actions and deeds will be presented to them the muwahid, the person of tawheed whose actions and their deeds will be presented to them and Allah after that will forgive them for their tawheed Allah will forgive them for their tawheed and this is like in a hadith of Abdullah ibn Umar anhumah. And in this hadith, Allah wa ta'ala, He says to the person of Tawheed who has fallen into sins, أَتَعْرِفُ ذَنْبَكَ كَذَا Do you know this sin that you have, this is a sin that you have uh, uh fallen into? أَتَعْرِفُ ذَنْبَكَ كَذَا You see the sin that you have uh, committed? فَيَقُولُ n'am, إِوَالْئِ رَبِّ Rabbi. So, oh yes, my lord. Yes, the, the sinner admits to their sin, حَتَّى إِذَا قَرَّرَهُ وَرَأَى فِي نَفْسِهِ أَنَّهُ halak. So the person will remember his sins and admit to the sins that he's committed, and he will feel that he's destroyed. He will feel that he's destroyed. Then Allah, ta'ala, from his mercy he says, سَتَرْتُهَا عَلَيْكَ فِي الدُّنْيَا I've concealed this sin for, for for you in the dunya وَأَنَا أَغْفِرُهَا لَكَ اليوم. And today I will indeed forgive you for those sins. فَيُعْتَوْ كِتَابَ حَسَنَاتِهِ Then he will be given his book of good deeds. And no doubt the greatest good deed that this individual will have is the deed, good deed of implementing Tawheed. And this is the second category of people whose deeds will be presented to them and there will be uh, showed that they did this and they did that and from the mercy of Allah وتعالى, uh, Allah وتعالى, forgives them for them being upon Tawheed and uh, the qismu <coughs> Thalith the third category and this is the category man شاء Allah يعني لقي الله الكبائر في الدنيا. and that is that the person this person is a person of Tawheed and they meet Allah Ta Wa Ta'ala falling into uh, sins, major sins, or a um, uh, major sins, or major sins, and um, Allah Wa Ta'ala, they meet Allah in that state, biduni tawbah, biduni tawbah, without making repentance, without saying, Astaghfirullah wa atubu ilay, without explicitly seeking forgiveness. From Allah Tabarku, Ta'ala, and repenting to Allah for that particular major sin. They meet Allah in that state. And this person is tahta mashiyatillah. This person is under the will of Allah. Insha'Allah, if Allah wills, He will punish him for a period of time in hellfire and take him out. له, or if Allah wills, He forgives that person. And this barakalafikum we say is tahta mashiatillah is under the will of Allah Taala. And this is mentioned in the evidence that we've studied today previously. The statement of Allah Taala inna la and that is he says subhanahu wa ta'ala Surah An-Nisa Verily Allah does not forgive that partners be associated with him but he forgives other than that to whom he wills. He forgives other than shirk, yani from the kaba'ir and so forth to whom, for whom he wills, he forgives whom he wills subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is the third category of the person of Tawheed. They may be punished in the hellfire and taken out, or Allah Tabarakwa Ta'ala through His wisdom and His Lutf and His Rahmah and His wisdom, they're punished through the wisdom of Allah and the fairness of Allah, or forgiven through the mercy, mercy of Allah and forgiveness of Allah Tabarakwa Ta'ala. It's, it's, it's under the will of Allah Tabarakwa Ta'ala. And the, this Barakallahu Fikum shows us the importance of making Tawbah of make repenting to Allah as the people of Tawheed, the people of Tawheed, shouldn't take it for granted. They should rather to make Tawbah and repent to Allah Tabar Qa'ala ilallahi nasuha. Repent to Allah with a repentance that is sincere. This is what is upon us all when we fall into sin. And also to do good deeds and to follow a good a bad deed with a good deed from the minor sins as in the hadith of Abu Abidhar al-Mu'adhi bin Jabir radiyallahu anhumah and the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallama he said ittaqillah haythu ma kunt wa atbi' sayyatah hasana tamhuha wa khaliqin nasi bi khuluqin hasan what well, he said sallallahu alayhi wa sallam this hasan hadith, this sound narration fear Allah wherever you may be and follow a bad deed with a good deed meaning follow a bad deed meaning a small minor sin with a good deed because it will wipe it out and treat the people in, with good character and good etiquette, good manners so tawbah Baraklafikum is maftooh the Bab of Toba, the door of repentance is open and Allah tabarak ta'ala has given us various ways and avenues to make repentance for our minor sins but as for the major sin the major sins, the kabair those sins were in which punishment, severe punishment has been linked to these uh, these sins, or these sins which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned that he hates that the individual if he falls into these kaba'ir these major sins, they have to make explicit repentance and seek forgiveness for that particular sin but the ones who in this third category, Qismul Thalith, they didn't do that so they are tahta they could get punished and they could be forgiven so we have to be those who have the Himatil Aliyah, we have to have those who have the high objectives. And we are aiming and try and strive to be from the first category of people. And that is the people who are from the those who uh, indeed uh will be uh will not have their account taken, barakallahu feekum and they feekum are the people, no doubt from those people are the people who the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam mentioned سَبْعُونَ أَلْفًا بِغَيْرِ حِسَابِ يعني يَدْخُلُ الْجَنَّةِ من هؤلاء سَبْعُونَ أَلْفًا بِغَيْرِ حِسَابِ 70,000 From them, there are many, but from them are those who uh, the Messenger Wasallam mentioned in this hadith نَعْم So verily, Barakallahu uh, feekum this shows us the importance of studying Aqeedah and studying uh, the Masa'il and the points that we are studying because indeed, and, and, and a few months ago, weeks ago, we were asked regarding the fruits of studying Aqeedah, and that is that it corrects our belief in Allah, it softens the heart, it makes us check ourselves, it encourages us to do good deeds, it encourages us to defend the Sunnah, we love for Allah and we hate for Allah, we love that which Allah loves and we hate that which Allah hates. And the reward for the one who implements this is immense. And from them, we mentioned today from the Shafa'ah and the intercession and entering Jannah without account. All these shows us, Baal Kalafikum, the importance of studying a Tawheed, studying Aqeedah and the Creed. And even when we finish, Likmal even when we finish this amazing uh, small. Uh, compilation of the beliefs of Ahlul Sunnah, we need to study other books of Aqidah. We need to study Sunnah, Usulah Sunnah of Imam Ahmed, we need to study and uh, read and consume Al-Ibana uh, uh, of Ibn Batta. we need to study Sunnah al-Khalal, we need to study aqeedah Tawasitiyya, Shaykh Islam, Ibn Taymiyyah. we need to study as much aqeedah as we can, so we can run through our veins and implement it through our limbs and that when we speak, we speak the haqq and we speak the truth. And when we take a position, we take a position that is salafi. We take a position that is athari, the position that is upon proof and evidences. A position that is oozing, the, tr- the truth is oozing from our positions. And we don't fall victims in trials and fitan and trials. Because the Messenger وسلم, he said in the hadith, a hadith, لا يأتي زمان. إِلَّا وَالَّذِي بَعْدُهُ That there doesn't come a time except that the one before it, the one after it, is worse than the one before. The trial that comes after, بعدها, بَعْدُهَا As the Messenger mentioned in another hadith, that the trial that comes after will be worse than the one before. The trial that comes after will make the previous one futile and seemed like it was nothing. But you know, Ya Allah, when the fitna were, hap, were, were, were fit, the fitna were occurring, your heart was thumping. Some people were frightened. Some people were apprehensive. But the people of Tawheed, the people who study Aqeedah, the people who implement the correct methodology and are jealous regarding who they take knowledge from and who they take as companions and what they enter into their heart from belief, they're jealous regarding this affair they become firm after seeking aid from Allah, ta'ala in these trials and these afflictions so here today we study shafa'a, about feekum, intercession and the various types of intercessions and that we believe and we affirm this and that the people of Tawheed will be removed from those who fall into the major sins are in hellfire, shifa'ati, haq, and that they will be taken out of the hellfire due and through the intercession and this is indeed the truth and this is Bushra for the people of Tawheed that this intercession is for those who Allah is pleased with and is indeed Allah is pleased with the people of Tawheed so this is glad tidings for the people of Tawheed and this is encouragement for us to study Tawheed more and more and renew our knowledge as it relates to Tawheed and implementation of Tawheed and with this we conclude today's lesson بارك الله فيكم هذا والله أعلم وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين والحمد لله رب العالمين